Okay, okay. What do you call a Penang hantu that drives backwards? Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So Douglas was talking about how he had a very peculiar dinner last night. Yeah, yeah. I went to a casual steakhouse. It was casual steakhouse. A it's not a formal steakhouse loss. So like a formal steakhouse would be, you know, you get dressed up and you're like, I'll have the filet mignon, you know. Right. Yeah. Casual steakhouse is like a jump steak, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, pakai shorts, papa. Yeah, pakai shorts. The whole family can go and stuff like that. That's kind of nice. Yeah, the, but it was very peculiar, lah. This restaurant because right. we had to do bookings. They said, ah, huh, this uh, restaurant is quite popular. Uh-huh. So, can you please make bookings reservations so you won't be disappointed? Mm-hmm. So then we looked at the online uh, thing and they're like, okay, either 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. We clicked 8 p.m. They're like, oh, please be here on time because we're only going to hold your table for 10 minutes. Oh, they gave you set times to book your table. Yeah, yeah. So that's how popular oh. they are. We're only going to hold it for 10 minutes. Be there by 8 p.m. So. Mm-hmm. Being the kiasu person that I am, I was like, mm. better go early. Lah. Mm-hmm. We arrive at 7.45. Yeah. When we go there, we say, this is a name reservation. They're like, okay, correct. Can you please come back at 8 p.m.? I said, huh? huh? What, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I can understand if the restaurant is full. Yeah. There's no place at all. You know, and we are early. We are 15 minutes early. You say, hey, can you please come back at 8 p.m.? Lah. Yeah. There was was empty. There were like eight, nine empty. There was there were more empty seats than Parliament. Wanita, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what do you mean come back at eight p.m.? Because no, yeah, this is our you know our rules. Yeah. You is cannot it, be too early. Is it because they didn't have enough servers to serve you? So, you know, when you sit down, you expect to be served at least drinks? Well, I don't know. But this is the first time I've experienced such a thing, which right. is why I would say very peculiar. Okay. Yeah, so, and it's also, it's not like there are a lot of things outside for me to go <laughs> and shop. It was uh, situated in a fairly new development, uh, an apartment block. Okay. So, there was only a speed mart. <laughs> I don't know where it's <laughs> something to do for 15 minutes, go to the speed mart, buy my own groceries or what. Wow. So, anyway, uh, we waited outside. A lot of people we're waiting outside huh? but yeah. by this time you know all yeah, the people yeah. who were booked for 8 o'clock all waiting outside like a small mini gathering finally we go into the restaurant alright mm. it's very nice they seat me first it was you know because like famous and then yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, and all that and then the families start coming in and some families have young children I'm like oh, oh no and there was the demon child <laughs> <laughs> Was, we dread the demon child. There was one table with a child there, and this fellow would just scream like that, like, like oh. blood curdling. <laughs> and what was worse is because he kept it up throughout the dinner service. Oh. So by the time my steak arrived, right, when I cut into the steak, uh, yeah. he goes, Aah! he said, the steak is, is paining, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was my steak The blood is coming oh from the no. steak And this kid is going Aah! And the parents didn't do anything? I stared at the parents But they make don't know They were oh. like Wow, baby scream What you want to do about it? You know. So yeah, yeah it was, the whole thing Was a very strange experience Okay, but was it worth The stress and the weight? Oh yes, it was so delicious <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely go back but see, Really? This, this proves to you How Malaysian I am, right? <laughs> we don't care if the rules Sometimes don't make sense <laughs> Like if they're immature People making a lot of noise we will still stay because the food is good la. but this time I'll be more prepared yeah. like I'll probably bring a tent so <laughs> to wait outside <laughs> so I can wait outside in comfort and maybe some baby toys uh, to keep the babies quiet you know Fly FM we're talking about restaurant experiences mm-hmm. okay Douglas went to this casual steakhouse yesterday there was a screaming baby then he had to wait outside God weird forbid rules. he had to wait for <laughs> very, anybody very weird rules but I would still return because it was so delicious you then told me that yeah. you experienced screaming women yeah well I don't <laughs> mind screaming women so much Do, okay you, you see you, because you you are the usual 
<laughs> That's true. I will join them. You are usually on the screaming. So I was at this Japanese restaurant a couple of days ago. Okay. I love this place. It's called Hamasho. It's in uh, Hartamas in KL, right. right? So you walk in these Japanese doors. Everybody greets you. Rishimase. Yeah. It's lit by yellow lights. Right. Their menu with like the Japanese boss's face is all over the wall in Kenji. <laughs> Wooden tables and chairs. There are hangers on the wall. A box under the table for your bags. It's legit. Hey. So hangers on the walls. Yeah, like in Japan, you go in. There are hangers on the wall to oh, hang your coat. Oh, hang your coat, right? Yeah, and then but boxes under the table to put your, your bags handbag, in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very thoughtful, ah. Huh? Yeah, it is very thoughtful. You can hear, you know, people talking, and then the occasional hey, cheers. It's like really like being transported to Japan, lah. Yeah. But after a certain time, um, it gets really, really loud. It's like the no hararu kind of loud. That's non halal. <laughs> <laughs> is it also because the Japanese restaurants? Are A lot of times, their partitions are paper, so so you can hear whatever's happening. Uh, you know, even though you are partitioned in. No, it's just because they are drinking a lot of happy juice and they just, <laughs> they just let go. Because so, Japanese people are usually very, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, very, very proper. Formal, they're proper. They're very reserved. Correct. But then you know, when you drink a lot of happy juice, they get loud, like let go everything. And so the table next to you was a table of what? Yeah. So the table. The table next to us with a partition were nine women celebrating a birthday. So you can hear <laughs> the happy birthday in Japanese. And then they were just at one point they just started screaming, just going roar, 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 just like whoa, all this energy pent up throughout the day. Maybe just let go, you know. Or maybe they were playing a game like like imitate your favorite Ultraman monster. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stereotypical. <laughs> no, yeah. Did you all was, like say crazy. anything? Did you all like maybe uh, excuse me? Uh, no lah. No, no, we're not like that. Like I said, we joined you in joined, mm. the role as this, well. This story is really surprising for me because yeah. I did not expect Japanese women to behave this way. Yeah, at the end they started making TikTok videos also. That was the highlight. Even worse, <laughs> like for me, TikTok is what China people do. I did, I never expected like grown. Japanese women to be doing this because yeah. to me they're always very demure, very quiet, very Fair amiable, yeah, yeah. very agreeable. See, Hakka women uh-huh. are very loud. So, <laughs> yo, do you know what the uh, Hakka word is for whisper? What doesn't exist because they don't whisper. <laughs> Fly FM. So Ipoh Stasik Chermin will reopen on the 15th of January. That is great news. Yeah, yeah. It was closed after a man jumped in it for a swim. Why, why, when did this fella jump in? I think on the 11th of December, if I'm not mistaken. So why did they close it for so long? Why, you cannot jump in? He 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 destroyed the fish or what? <laughs> no. Okay, so this Tasik Chermin, mm. right, or this uh, mirror lake is tucked between limestone karst towers, right? So the lake in between, it flows out, super beautiful. Mm. On a good day, when it hasn't rained, right, the water will reflect the karst towers, which is the whole point of why people oh. go. So you see like, wow, the reflection like a mirror very, thing. Like. Very scenic, la, so yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. for photographs and stuff like that. Yeah, correct. So this joker, when he jumped in, well, I'm guessing he Caused some ripples, therefore yes. destroying the mirror-like surface of the lake. Mm-hmm. But this, he jumped in in December. <laughs> How big was this fella to cause ripples <laughs> a month later? That you gotta you gotta wait for a month. Oh, this guy is still there. Is it blowing bubbles or what's, no what's the story? I I think it's to teach people a lesson so that you know you don't go and don't jump inside. They close it for a month. 
Uh, my other theory, you want to hear my other theory? What? Is that there's a quarry next to it. Uh-huh. So they want to close for construction. Oh, yo. I got sinister <laughs> undertone one suddenly. You're, no, you're talking don't know. about scenic lakes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do you go and purposely take pictures at these style of lakes that do a reflection of what's on top and then, you know, yeah. you two for the price of one type of nonsense? It's nice. La. So, but, <laughs> but it's where I go and walk in the middle and then you take a picture of yourself mm. in the reflection as well. Um, where, it was in Japan. They created this art installation in a mountain which was really cool so okay. you walk through a tunnel and as you walk through a tunnel there are different art installations and one of them is this reflective pool yeah so like my wife also when she climbed Kinabalu yeah. uh, of course getting to the peak and stuff like that is an achievement and all yeah. but there was one thing she wanted to do and that was to take a photo at the this reflective lake uh-huh. uh, at the peak of Kinabalu where you get sort of the top part of Kinabalu reflected lah, right you know? wow uh, when she got there they, they couldn't find the lake imagine <laughs> they asked the guy that was like, where is this lake? And the guy said, oh no, it's here. It, it's a, it's a, it's a puddle. It's not. What do you mean? It's a very small. It's not a lake. It's <laughs> very, it's a very small body of water, but uh-huh. it's just perfectly still and it reflects the peak. And so a lot of people take a photograph there. When your angles are correct, it yeah. looks like a big lake, lah. Oh. So it's just like, I don't understand lakes, right? I don't know why lakes and bodies of water get this leeway with this reflective nonsense. Like people go there, oh, purposely got the reflection so nice that like I get two for the price of one. Like something that's added value because nothing else gets this much praise for being able to reflect. Can you can you imagine if the KLCC Twin Towers was just oh, oh. one tower with a mirror next to it? It would be the biggest scandal in the world. Fly FM. So UPM installs solar panels all over its campus, saving 114 million ringgit in electricity bills. Do you read properly or not? 114 million ringgit savings. Yeah, correct. What? What is happening in UPM that they're using so much electricity? <laughs> are they like mining for Bitcoin or something? <laughs> no lah. I mean, it saved over a quarter of a century. So that's like, what, 25, 25 years? 25 years. It's still quite a lot. It means each month will be around, what, 300,000. Yeah. That's a lot yeah, to save cool. in electricity bills, man. So they're installing solar panels at 16 sites around mm. UPM. That's how they're saving the money. Um, They already started building this. They'll be completed by this year in July. So well done. building it on rooftops and mosques, okay. even inside the the lake In, inside the lake yeah you're building solar panels inside the lake yeah but this one is part of a collaboration between UPM and Tenaga National la. if you're so building it inside a lake it sounds like a collaboration between Aquaman and TNB <laughs> why, why are there panels inside the lake to charge the electric e what, what's going on well you really want to know yeah? it's the first large scale integrated hydroponics aqua voltic for research Oh, thanks for spoiling the joke. Uh. <laughs> all your smarty pants research. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's still huge savings. Uh, 114 yeah, million massive. by utilizing solar power. And Correct. the thing about Malaysia is, we've got solar power almost all the time. Yeah, The exactly. sun is super hot. But you see, uh, Malaysians, uh, we won't appreciate one when it's there. When uh-huh. the sun is there, oh, it's so hot. La. I must go put the aircon, <laughs> go inside, I stand under the shade. I must put suntan, wear sunglasses, wear a giant hat. Uh. But the moment you say, hey, this sun uh, can save you money for your electric bill, you know. What, really? Uh? Bill, bill everywhere. Bill on rooftop, bill in the lake, bill everywhere. <laughs> Fly F. So this is the headline, right? Malaysian couple saves the environment by making wedding as waste-free as possible. Wow. Yeah. All the research done on how to save the environment. It looks like we've cracked the code, huh? <laughs> Just have a wedding that is waste-free. These right? headlines are so right. Sometimes, I mean, I know you want to be dramatic, but don't. <laughs> like, if, you know, 
poor thing Greta Thunberg <laughs> I studied so hard Looks like the Malaysians Have found the answer I go home now <laughs> Just one wedding So this is Fini and Satish uh, They were the names Of these people Who right. you know, had their wedding They wanted their wedding To be as waste free As possible Because Good. that's their, their principle lah. You know They don't like food wastage They don't like plastic usage So They actually ended up Also in the process Of being eco-friendly mm. Spent a lot less Than other weddings Really? Yeah no, I, I used to think like Being eco-friendly And stuff You've got to spend A lot more Because right? you know, like plastic Is so cheap Yeah correct But they had their friends And family also help la. They help mm. decorate the place Even help serve the food They use biodegradable plates And cutleries Made of areca leaves Which is from the pl- palm tree uh-huh. And cornstarch Photodegradable plastic bags Which disintegrate When it's exposed to the sun um, wow. They serve their 16 course Wedding food On banana leaves I think that's quite oh, fun So nice So yeah, yeah. to waste the like on like washing the plates and stuff for like that, right? Yeah, correct. This is my favorite part. They had plantable wedding cards which will sprout into marigold flowers, and then they sent out e invites as well. So when you get the wedding invites, you can um, plant them. Okay. I think with the seeds as well that comes with the cards. They DIY their wedding days or dies, right? Which oh, is the, a the, raised the, platform. The, the plumbing and that. Uh. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So using palm leaves and other leaves from a nearby jungle. Oh, very good, uh, this yeah. couple. Uh, they like recycle, use a lot of recycled stuff, right? Because you said the guests would also help serve the food. No, the, the, their family. Their family, yeah. yeah. Their family, so, like, 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 like guests recycle to waiters, recycle back to guests. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is really good. I think yeah. it's a fantastic idea. It's also Instagrammable, I'm guessing, because it's so special. Yeah, Instagrammable. I mean, it's newsworthy. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, talking you, about your it. wedding has made it onto the radio, you know. Yeah, man. But this is, I think, going to just. Make all those competitive people mm. try and outdo them. Like they're gonna <laughs> now. My wedding is gonna be more waste free than yours. <laughs> like they go to extreme. For example, like the next one, no, there will be no confetti, just corn. Like, <laughs> you, like you actually shoot jagong in the air. The, the bride won't wear a veil. No, just put a recyclable box on the head. No. <laughs> So you just open you open and kiss the floor. <laughs> and the best part is at the end, after they say their vows, mm-hmm. they exchange onion rings. Why <laughs> FM. So a Malaysian couple just had an eco-friendly wedding. They saved a lot of money and it was beautiful. So we're wondering, have you ever attended any memorable weddings? Richard, what's your story? Hi, I went to a themed wedding and the theme was professional wrestling. Oh, oh hey, that sounds so interesting. Yeah, I know. It was really fun. Well. Wait, wait, was it? This is Malaysia, is it? Yeah, it's in Malaysia. Oh, man. Okay, why was it a, a theme that way? Are uh, the bride and groom, are they fans? Was it just a they're gimmick? Fans of the, oh, okay. Yeah, they're both are wrestling fans mm-hmm. and a lot of the friends of the groom and bride. There are many wrestling fans in, in, in the. Uh, in the event so it's really fun actually yeah so like what were the what were the stuff that was wrestling theme like was there a cake that was shaped of a belt or something yeah, do you all no, have to come it? in was, your yeah. do you all have to come in your fingers <laughs> in your wrestling I outfits I hope not <laughs> <laughs> no we didn't but the, when the bride and groom came in yeah they were like a little uh, pyrotechnic and like music you would dance oh. music or, yeah what was that yeah, and the cake cool. the, the cake uh, you want to know what the cake it's not a belt but it's uh, just as cool it was made into a wrestling Ring. Oh, yeah. the mini wrestling ring. Okay, nice. Yeah, what very, else? Very cute. The boy and groom exchange uh, belts, like championship <laughs> belts. That's, yeah, yeah. They made custom made wrestling belts, but it was for a wedding, like bride and groom. Really That's nice. nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, really good. One of the other things I still remember is when the the priest also is wearing a referee shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the, the black and white shirt, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, the striped one. And mm-hmm. 
They were wrestling that were under any objection. The best man started going, go and did a promo, wrestling promo style, like Randy Savage or... Oh, yeah, like he, like, there's like, 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 no, it's like when like another wrestler interrupts what's happening in the ring. I've mm-hmm. seen this happen yeah, in the WWE yeah. shows, right? So, so the, the priest, uh, the priest asks like, are there any objections? And, and this guy, this best man shows up as a yeah. interrupter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Like and he started insulting the groom, saying he's a pencil neck sissy, and then uh, interrupting <laughs> the bride, saying she's bad at cooking, and then, he, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> And then he did like a he did like a move like a low blow and then he pin and then one two three and then they are married. Oh, that's so sweet, love. Fly FM. We're talking about memorable weddings. The mm. most recent wedding that I went to was quite memorable. It was my cousin Irene's one. I grew up with her. You know, I used to play with her when I was really small. Oh. So it was very special to see her get married. So she married like childhood sweetheart. You know this fella for a long time already or what's the story? No, they went to college together. They were friends. She mm-hmm. didn't like him before like that. <laughs> oh, you're, <laughs> you're they, a typical uh, rom-com lah. Yeah, <laughs> very, very cute. What was cool about this wedding was they honoured other couples at the wedding um, who were good examples of long-standing marriages. Like how? So, if, you know, you are example of like a good No, marriage, no how do they honour them? Oh, how they honour? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm not asking for examples <laughs> of a long-standing marriage. I kind of know My what bad. that's like. <laughs> you know, it's rare these days. Um, they gave the wedding bouquet to the couple that was married the longest. So, they were married for like 50-something years. Okay. Instead of doing, you the know. The throw behind. Yeah. Uh, and then Instead of getting all rush. the single girls mm-hmm. out like, okay, all the single girls ready and then throw the bouquet. I dread that, by the way. See, you say this, but when I look at your face, right, it, it betrays the truth, Juanita, because you look like someone who looks forward no. to the bouquet throw and catch part of the whole seminar. Like you don't care who's getting married. You're just there to catch the bouquet. Wow. Really? <laughs> like, like, like you already have like shin pads, knee pads, shoulder pads. You go full rugby. The moment they throw, <laughs> the, they throw the bouquet, you rush it. You like knock off all the single ladies, some aunties who are widows. You beat them to the ground <laughs> to, catch, to catch the flower Then after wondering Why now get married now? Because your partner Saw your behaviour <laughs> So what you're saying is Next time I go to a wedding I shouldn't bring my partner right? <laughs> no I'm saying you shouldn't behave Like a ruffian with the flowers Fly FM Here are some fun headlines Thrill seekers in Indonesia Get scared silly With a drive through haunted house Drive through haunted house. <laughs> yes. For a drive through haunted experience in Malaysia, we already have. It's called Karat Highway. <laughs> Don't have to have a special house. Or <laughs> no. So it's a new concept, mm. right? Um, that's you just drive through and have the haunted house experience. Okay, why? Uh? Because COVID mostly, you don't want to be screaming in each other's faces. Oh, you know? yeah, true. So, uh, yeah. but if it's like a drive through haunted house, mm-hmm. are there also elements of a drive through involved? Like, do you order your own horror experience? Like, you go to the counter <laughs> there and you press the intercom. Can I have one large monster uh, with some Franken fries? Uh, put it in a body bag, you know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um like how you know drive through safaris. You go in your vehicle uh-huh. through the safaris, and you have wild animals on your side and left, right? It's the same, but with ghosts. 
So okay. instead of wild animals, there be all these Indonesian like ghosts like the Pontianaks and stuff like that. Correct. So the <laughs> hantu will come up to the door of your car, then the occasional social distance scaring, you know, from afar. <laughs> you just see the ghost there standing. Um, it takes place in a parking lot in Indonesia. And a lot of people are really excited about this in Indonesia, but a lot of people are also hoping that it comes to Malaysia. Yeah, I think it'd be really great in yeah. Malaysia. I think we have a lot of fun. We've got all these different types of ghosts because we are multiracial. Yeah. Can you imagine like that you drive to different segments and so then you somewhere have the Chinese ghosts and yeah, then be yeah, the yeah. Western ghosts a bit and then the Malay ghosts and the Indian ghosts. It'd be so much fun. Yeah. However, uh-huh. I think one place in Malaysia yeah. uh, cannot have this attraction because it will not work there. Where? Penang. Because, because Penang, uh, even when they are not scared, also they drive like crazy already. <laughs> You know how dangerous it's going to be for the ghosts, because uh? you know, you know, you know drivers are so scary. Yeah, uh? they don't just beat the traffic light as in uh, they don't drive past it. <laughs> they actually stop the car, get down, and beat the traffic light. That's how scary. If, <laughs> if this attraction happened in Penang, uh, the ghosts will be running away from the drivers. <laughs> okay, okay. What do you call a Penang hantu that drives backwards? Don't know. Ghostan. <laughs> Fly. So there's a really cool haunted house in Indonesia where you do a drive-through haunting experience instead of walking in a haunted house. We're wondering though, have you ever had any scary driving experience? Eric, what is your story? The incident happened quite a while ago, probably about five days, six years ago. Okay. Um, I was driving back from Bukit Island all the way back to my place near Section 17 in PJ. And as I was about to reach the house, the traffic light right in front of the University Hospital, the, the light obviously turned red, so I stopped the car and one of my bags fell from my passenger seat to the floor. Uh-huh. So when I reached out to pick the bag, suddenly I saw something slithering through. No, la, no. Right in front of my very own eyes, it just slid through me from the side of the passenger seat heading towards the dashboard underneath the car coming to my side. <laughs> <laughs> was it a, was it a, a baby snake or or, or he. for me a snake is a snake is a snake like you know, regardless yeah, how long it is it's still a snake right oh yeah okay so, oh dear first I, I thought I was just you know I, I didn't had enough sleep so I, I woke up too early so I must be seeing things but then the second thought is like I don't want to take my chances so what I did was the the car was still in drive mode yeah I was driving an auto car you was in drive I pulled the handbrake I opened the car door I jumped out of the car and I slammed the door okay oh, yeah no, no. Right. save yourself first no still save yourself first there's a snake in the car Anita but you left it on yeah. drive. Well, well, the thing is, is if, I'm, if I were to drive a little bit further, I'll probably be bitten by the snake. The worst one, right? Although the UH hospital is right next to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then did you did you did you see the snake come out, or was it still? I, 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 I didn't. I didn't because I was too too afraid to open the door to have a look. Yeah. But then I was just telling myself, I'm looking like a madman standing right in front of the road, you know, the traffic light, all the traffic and me. I'm outside the car, panicking, don't know what to do, walking right in front. So I took my chances and I opened the door to see, you know, if if it's still in there. And here we this now. When the moment I opened the door, the snake was right at the driver's seat. And I panicked. I wanted to close the door, and by the time I closed the door, the snake came out from my car. Oh, thank God! Oh, so instantly, there's another car right next to me on the right side of the traffic light, uh-huh. and then it went into the other car, lah, through oh, the, no. the, the the wheels. <laughs> oh no! Did you did you tell the other car that there's a snake? A snake has gone into into their car. Well, I wanted to be a good Samaritan, right? So I decided to knock on the guy's window, not panic. And the guy looked at me and was like, okay, this guy is a bit beer. So he, he just like whined on the window by just an inch. And I just told him, bang, I just ulang masuk eta bang. And he looked at me, he just gave me a little smirk. He just waved and he drove up into UH. <laughs> <laughs>
Good morning, class, boys and girls. So good to see your faces. All right, the word of the day today is iwi. It's an adjective and it means strange and frightening. You're supposed to create a sentence using the word iwi. Katija, go first. Munafik is a very eerie movie, teacher. Yes, very good, Katija. Ladu, create a sentence using the word eerie. Hi, oh, I cannot take it in my school library. I go there, I'm trying to study. But then there's a ghost in the library throwing the books here and there. What? The light will go on, the light will go off. I'm trying to study, you know, teacher, to get out of the poverty bubble. Okay, that okay. All the Indians. okay, okay. okay. Uh, Ladu, stop scaring the other students. Just give us a sentence using the word eerie. This ghost is not just eerie, it's irritating. <laughs> oh, that's very good, Ladu. Good job. All right. Ase, create a sentence using the word eerie. That day, uh, my mother scold me, say I not yet eat mason by eerie. No, Ase. Fly FM. There is an Indian man from Bangalore whose name is COVID. Oh, wow. So, if he's vaccinated, is that considered self-defense? Because he's protecting himself from himself. <laughs> so, his name is COVID Kapoor. He's from Bangalore. And uh, this news is going viral because he started sharing his experience of mm. traveling outside of India since the pandemic started. We thought instead of telling you about him, we can just give him a call and find out more. He's on the phone right now. Hi, COVID. How are you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Um, been a pretty crazy few days for me, of course, and the last four days, but doing quite good otherwise. We're wondering, what is the origin of your name? Uh, so it comes from a religious uh, poem in Hindi, uh, where, um, and the original meaning of the word in Hindi or Sanskrit is a scholar or a learned person. Uh, that's the original meaning of the name. And I was very happy with the original meaning of my name uh, even before 2020. It's just now that it has become something totally different in a totally different context. Yeah, so how did you feel? Or how did you react knowing now that your name is a pandemic? Um, so I was very amused by the coincidence of the name in mm-hmm. terms of the pronunciation and the spelling both. Uh, and a, few, a friend of mine who uh, first saw that official tweet by WHO, then I might as well you know, take it as a as an opportunity to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. take it in a funny way and make some right. uh, jokes around it myself <laughs> before others do it. Right. Well, that's in uh, good spirit, hmm. I guess. Did you ever have to use a fake name at any time, you know, just in case? Oh, uh, yeah. So sometimes, like, well, like, for example, at like Starbucks, I mean, I don't want <laughs> them to like, shout out my name while <laughs> giving me my cup of coffee. So uh, I sometimes use a fake name. Uh, I use Kabir sometimes. Kabir, <laughs> K-A-B-I-R. Right. Yeah, but COVID, you also own a travel agency. So with the name like COVID, how has this impacted you? Uh, so it's just been four days and uh, right now there is no travel happening in anywhere in the country because of the third wave. But I am right. hoping that some of this virality and some of the name, uh, some of the fame around my name uh, going viral, it will trickle down into some business for holidays I, uh, in, in the next few months. Right. Now you Ooh. mentioned holiday, right? Would you like to come to Malaysia since you're kind of the only COVID that's welcomed Welcome. in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I would actually love to come to Malaysia. My co-founder uh, Rohit uh, was already there in Malaysia in 2019 oh. and he uh, really loved uh, the place. 
Uh, so I would definitely love to visit sometime. <laughs> so you 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 might see tours in person in Malaysia. Awesome! We're looking forward to it. Thank you so much for your time, and we hope that your arch nemesis COVID will end soon. Okay, thank you so much. I hope. Yep, I hope so too. My nemesis COVID goes away from the world as as soon as it is possible. Fly FM. So there's an Indian man from Bangalore whose name is COVID. You can imagine how awkward that must be for him. So I'm wondering, do you have any awkward name stories? Rachel. So my name is pretty common. So since I was in standard one up until standard six, there was always another girl named Rachel in the same class with me. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we always kind of like compete each other. I mean, maybe it's just a one-sided thing, but I always kind of like, you know, like, <laughs> like the, the other Rachel has no idea there's a competition going on. She's just being her normal self, and then you are yeah. like constantly trying to run faster so than her. These other Rachel, how dare she? Yeah. So. Uh, there was this one time after this exam, so mm. the teacher was announcing like who got the highest format. Okay. So when she announced who got hundred, mm. she said, "Rachel, you got hundred format." Uh. I, you know, being the confident person I was, big thought it was me. So I was like, "Yo, oh, this is my moment to shine." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So I stood up all out, walked to the front of the class. <laughs> Turns out it was the other Rachel. So embarrassing. Just, just out of curiosity, uh, Rachel, are you actually good at math? Uh, no, I'm actually pretty average. So I don't know why I thought it was me. <laughs> It's so confident, Lebe. You know, oh <laughs> you, if you were, oh, if you were always good at math, so now mine, I give. Oh, it's okay, man. I mean, I think uh, everyone deserves a time to shine, and even if it wasn't yours, if it arrives, just take it first, lah, Rachel. Take it. Yep. I also have a story about my name in school. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This was in uh, I think form one. Yeah. In a new school uh, After standard 6 I went to a new school This Indian teacher Refused to believe My name was Douglas But I guess I can understand From her point of view I think she was sick And tired of all these Chinese boys With real ching chong names Right But <laughs> but then they're giving Themselves all these Like ridiculous English names That there was Clearly this Chinese boy His name is Chi Chong Fat Or whatever <laughs> What's your name Maverick hey, Shut up <laughs> Oh my god! No, but for me because my name is actually Douglas. My right. father gave me that name, but she refused to call me Douglas. She was like Lim Yu Sin, Lim wow. Yu Sin. So, uh, Mrs. Venupile, my name is Douglas. No, it's not. It's Lim Yu Sin. Are you so, serious? Anyway, Mrs. Venupile, if you are listening to this show, yeah, uh, it's the breakfast show here on Fly FM with Lim Yu Sin and Juanita. Okay, so can we move on? You move on, now, bro. <laughs> This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.